Boom shakalak, shakalak, boom. End of the month already. Allergies suck. If it was another backpacking trip, where would I go and how would I do it? Reading up on the Ukrainian war? Loading up on guests for the big cast? And another language class. Folks, it's Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you guys are doing well. This here is my uh, daily audio yik-yak in which I talk about some of the things that are going on. I live in Beijing, China at the moment and uh, been here for several years. Only started doing this uh, daily audio digest over the last year. And uh, if there's one thing, you know, wow, could I have done it before? Good question. And could I still be doing it? It's, I'm not going to lie. For as low-key and as low-budget as this thing is, literally, uh, I, I record it on my cell phone. It's converted into MP3 uh, through um, a, a program I have on my phone, Audiolab, uh, which is free. Uh, and I've only recently started uh, live-streaming this through YouTube using a secondary uh, cell phone as a, as a camera. Uh, but for the amount of, like no effort it requires to do, it sure takes up a decent chunk of time. Like, I mean, it takes 20 minutes to record. It's all done real time. There's no editing. Uh, but show notes, another 5-10 minutes probably, if I haven't created them throughout the day. Uh, and then afterwards, posting it takes about another 20 minutes or so, um, depending on upload speeds and depending on whether or not I have a picture. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes... Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but each and every episode, every MP3 file, uh, and if you go to my website, you can actually see what the, the the icon is for each individual episode. I take a, a unique picture every day, and I use that. Uh, the idea being is that sort of marks a, a point in time that the uh, podcast was recorded, and that this audio digest was recorded in, and uh, usually it's the same day. Uh, so it's, uh, I don't try to take from different days, but, uh, sometimes it's not possible and I just don't have anything else. So I'll just grab something, uh, from the last couple of days or so, but it also helps me utilize the photos I take. Cause I do take quite a few photos, you know, and I have been one of those people. It's like, uh, if you were to ask them, uh, do you keep all the photos you take? And I'd go, yeah, I do. Like, all of them. And that's terrible because I have hard drives full of uh, photos and videos that I've never seen the light of day. I don't use. And so uh, over the last, uh, since I got this new phone, this Xiaomi 11 uh, Ultra, I got, I just got, I got a good phone because I'm like, you know what? What if? What if instead of just taking pictures and videos and archiving them all the time, you actually took some effort, made some effort, and posted them? And so that's what I've been doing. And that's what this uh, Daily Audio Digest does as well. I take a, a picture every day, uh, even if it's just like of the uh, like the trees outside or something, you know, just to, to mark a time point that uh, this day has, uh, this is how the world looked at this point in time in this particular place, right? Sounds epic, but, and I know it's not really, but again, it gets me using these photos that have been, you know, dealing, uh, uh, taking up space on my phone, uh, and uh, it's good to, it's also one of those things that, um, in the grand scheme of things, when I look back at the history and the archives of these things, I look back, oh, that's what that was, that's, it helps jog the mind a little bit more. I am of the belief that uh, pictures do very much help jog the memory a whole lot more than words, but I say that being a blogger, like being a writer myself, in which I have spent hours and days 
crafting blog posts, um, thousands of words long, only to realize that a lot of people don't uh, read the full thing unless you embolden some part, uh, portions of it. And pictures are no better because they just skip through them. Videos, I mean, I love the 15-second YouTube shorts and the, the Instagram like length. Like even t- TikTok is too long now. Uh, 15, 20 seconds, that's all you're going to watch a video unless it's instructing you to do something. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not creating anything. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm not creating anything instructional. I'm basically creating entertainment and distractions for you guys, more or less. I mean, that's uh, this is some of it is uh, more educational than others. Like with my language vlog, I'm doing a lot more uh, educational sort of instructional content instead of just pretty pictures and pretty faces, as you see here. All right. Uh, yes, end of month. Uh, just in case you didn't realize, there is one more day in the uh, month of August. So tomorrow is August 31st. Today is August 30th. It's Tuesday. So you have one more day to um, get everything done that you need to get done before, I don't know, the bank stops giving you money on September 1st because, <laughs> oh, this is gold. So one of the things that we do here in uh, China, in uh I guess it's around the country. It must be. Uh, they uh, they take off um, a percentage. It's it's like point five percent or something. Point two percent or something of your your paycheck, and they deposit it into this uh, health insurance uh, booklet. It's it's red booklet. and It's done through Bank of Beijing, uh, and uh, the idea is that you. The idea is that you you take this money out and you reserve it for medical use and medical emergencies. So, the problem is. We have private insurance, and second of all, uh, being foreigners, especially in a large city like Beijing, uh, it's not often that we'd go to the local hospital that takes the the red booklet, and the places that do take the red booklet, uh, we we would go to international hospitals rather than uh, these local community hospitals that actually use uh, the red booklet. We can go to the local hospitals, not a problem, or the local clinics or pharmacies. Like even the, you can use the booklet at the pharmacies as well. Uh, the issue is that um, you often don't want to. <laughs> like if you want to get served pretty quickly, and uh, if you have, was it more time than money or more money than time? Pick one. If you have more time than money, then you go to the local hospital. If you have more money than time, then you go ahead and go to the international hospital to get your whatever you need to done international clinic you get whatever you need done and it's, it's finished uh rather than you know trying to go through all because keep in mind local hospitals they might speak english they probably won't and your chinese better be pretty good uh to uh, if not just be able to communicate understand what they're saying <laughs> no we said you're dying not number four no you sir are dying pay 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 anyway so end of the month. So what's happening is that uh, on September 1st, they are, whereas right now we're given this red booklet and uh, we're allowed to take that money out. So this, uh, it goes in its cash off of our paycheck every month. Uh, but we allow to go take it out every month whenever we want and use it for wherever we want. We don't have to reserve it for medical use. On September 1st, that ends. So this now makes sense why a couple months ago there was a raise given to several uh, people around the country. Several companies gave raises. Well, it kind of starts to make sense when it's like, oh, it wasn't really a raise. It was because the government was coming in and saying that you were no longer able to withdraw your, uh, the, you were no longer able to withdraw the cash that was being taken off of your paycheck to pay for your medical expenses that you'll never ever use, and you can't get out. <laughs> so it's not really a raise. It's just a. a you know, um, 
assistance in covering up that sort of uh, situation. Not only that, I mean, it's not like those raises actually covered the whole thing. Uh, again, the amount taken off your paycheck for this little red booklet, this health insurance booklet, is on a percentage or it's, it's some sort of equation that, uh, correlated to your paycheck, your monthly income for the last year or whatever it is. The raises were just a flat raise. <laughs> they weren't percentage-based, and they definitely weren't based on experience either. It might be a good thing in some times. Uh, so that ends September 1st. Uh, so a bunch of people uh, throughout the month, uh, there have been lineups at the Bank of Beijing uh, to withdraw money uh, before they can. Now, after September 1st, you can still take out money that's been deposited prior to September 1st. But after September 1st, any money put into that account... That means like our next, the, the the next payment that goes in on September second, can't take that out. It's it's locked in there until whenever. <laughs> Good question. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the biggest uh, biggest change of uh, payments and everything here in Beijing so far, which is kind of a, a kind of a substantial because I mean it adds up. If five hundred kwai a month times twelve six thousand times if you're here eight years, I mean it's a you know. It's a nice little chunk of change that you could go sit on the beach in Thailand for a little while, right? Allergies. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, medical expenses, um, I would I would love to go to the pharmacy and ask for some uh, antihistamines or whatever. and Because I don't know what happened. This happens twice a year. The, the allergies act up and it's something. It might be because what they were, they were cutting the grass yesterday. And my, my apartment did reek of the two-stroke um, fuel that they use, petrol. Uh, and so that might have had something to do with it. But I've noticed that this happens. It, it gets really bad at least two or three times a year where I have this sort of um, massive uh, issue with just being able to breathe normally. The problem with going to a pharmacy nowadays and asking for something like along the lines of respiratory ailment is that you're going to get questioned. Oh, NAT, you're going to get your phone number taken, passport details, you name it, and they're going to be following up. It's like, how are you feeling? Do you have any symptoms of fever? I'm like, well, before or after my five-mile run? You want to come with me? Check me then. Of course not. Uh, but uh, the so if you go ask for any of these uh, like antihistamines or respiratory uh, sort of um, salves and things like that. Uh, they do tend to sort of inquire a little bit more about, uh, your current health status, where you've been, how long have you been in the country? And I'm like, I, I haven't left a long time, <laughs> but speaking of which leaving. So yesterday I did talk about, uh, very briefly about, uh, this potential, uh, escape, uh, fleeing, uh, departure towards Taiwan. It's not an escape. It's not a flee. Potential, because I, I was looking up how much it was going to cost if, you know, let's say something happened in uh, in Canada that I had to get back. Uh, and current price, as of Saturday, through Air China, it was going to cost 73,000 renminbi, about $13,000 to fly from Beijing. There are other ways, of course, I could. So one of the other ways I was thinking is taking the train down uh, towards Shenzhen, Hong Kong. And then possibly even over to Taiwan, Taipei, and then flying out from there would be a little bit cheaper. Could also think about South Korea or Japan taking flights from Beijing to those places. The only problem with departing from Beijing, and this is, I mentioned this yesterday, is that there are, uh, you never know if the flight's actually going to leave. And the flight could be full, it could be oversold. So there's a lot of issues that are sort of, um, although you might have a ticket, 
it might not be certain that you actually get to go. So that's why I was talking about, you know, for, for, for that amount of money, spending a ticket on from Beijing to, to Vancouver, I mean, I could go on a very nice trip, right? Granted, now I did just say, what if there was an emergency in Canada? I'm not going on a nice trip if there was an emergency. <laughs> you know, saunter back to Canada. Hey, how's, everyone, how's everyone doing? Yeah, it's just in Cuba because it was the cheapest flight back from the Beijing. From Beijing, but uh, no, it's, it's more along the lines of. So if that's the emergency, now if I don't have an emergency and I am going to leave for whatever reason, doesn't matter why. Uh, you know, thirteen thousand dollars. What can you do with it? So, and how would you go do? It? How would you go about doing it? So I was thinking about this and. The current sort of idea that the plan one would be like to go towards Taiwan. Taiwan would be a good little uh, transition from mainland China to like Vancouver. <laughs> There's a good transition from you know, not not too of a too much of a reverse culture shock just yet. Uh, but uh, then I was thinking, well, you could also go down south, and instead of going uh, Hong Kong route, you could go more west towards vietnam and then go down like take the uh get into southeast asia all the way down to singapore and then hop a boat how's that uh something along those lines so i don't know if i'd feel safe going through russia or trying to go from beijing to kyrgyzstan again that was what i did the first summer i was in china not sure if it's the best idea these days uh so like going southwest would sort of be what i would be thinking of doing if I didn't go through the Taiwan route, and if I didn't just simply go to like Korea or Japan and then fly home from there, right? So that's the idea. That, that That's sort of what I have thinking, just in terms of, you know, honestly, not that this is any real planning. This just motivates me a little bit more, gets me going, uh, helps me think, you know, I mean, we're not in a complete lockdown. Life isn't that bad. I mean, I'm not trying to complain here. What I am sort of just trying to understand in my own mind is that there are options. Like You're not locked in, right? Um, it might feel like it sometimes, but you're not locked in. So it's, we're still good to go. <sighs> that being the case, I've been reading up on this uh, Ukrainian war. I've been reading this, uh, this website called defenseupdate.com. And the reason I uh, was sort of looking up this, um, there's actually two things that came across. Number one, um, there, some people uh, I, I see are posting things about uh, the Ukrainian war, uh, about the soldiers and everything involved. And I, I was wondering, kind of wondering uh, how much of the Russian military is even being used. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned this, that uh, there's at least one news clip that says the Russian military actually is not involved. Uh, it, it, the Russian military is at home resting. Uh, and they're, they're, you know, when they're going to be called for a larger attack, then, you know, they, they can be deployed. Right now, it's like others. Some of those others are PMCs, uh, private military contractors, mercenaries. And this is always kind of fascinating. I don't know why. Uh, it's something I could never do. <laughs> uh, but uh, these guys get paid stupid amounts of money. And uh, the, what was it? What was it? The American one is Blackwater. So the Russian one's uh, the Wagner Group. And these guys are sort of well-known around the world. And it's not just military operations. I mean, they do private security all the time, right? So it's like anybody who has the money to pay for this sort of um, upgraded security, they can they can hire these guys. Apparently, another one is GS, uh, G4S, G4C, G4S, I think is another big uh, private military contractor based out of, is it Hong Kong or India? 
Oh, oh goodness, I forget. Uh, but so there's a few of these groups, and apparently some of them have been involved in the war in Ukraine. And now, according to at least uh, one of these other reports that I'm seeing, is that Russia is re recruiting for this war in Ukraine. But there seems to be some uh, like tacit resistance because although they were sort of they're going to Ukraine, they're seeing and they're hearing, and yeah, there's a lot of destruction, but it's not what they're being told exactly. And so they're finding this out, and it sounds almost as if there's sort of like uh, there's a stalemate of sorts in that whoever is serving in the Russian military is kind of going, this isn't what we thought we were doing before. And now, don't get me wrong, it's not like the Ukrainian military is, you know, this, super strong or anything like, like that. Uh, they've been the beneficiaries of a lot of U United States uh, intel and uh, Western, like NATO, basically, weapons. So I'm reading this defense.com, and actually one of the things, they have a whole series of articles that are analyzing the Russia-Ukraine war in 2022. And one of them, like one of the very first um, articles, they they have a series of six articles here, but then they have one that it says, uh, where was it? Oh, it was the Russian military, um, what, what's it called? M m uh, lined up? They're on the move or something? And they reported this on like February 22nd, right? And so the, the invasion started on February 24th, but this website pulls out these satellite images and says, yeah, on the 22nd of um, February, these uh, Russian military units were ready to go somewhere. And where were they going to go? And so that's, uh, it, it's fascinating to read this history that they have here. Uh, defenseupdate.com, defense uh, slash update.com, or dash, actually, defense dash update.com. Uh, and you can uh, see where they have a bunch of uh, uh, information about the Russia-Ukrainian war. Interesting stuff, a lot of uh, tactile analysis and stuff like that. Uh, some of the things, not not overly detailed, but uh, enough that it gives you sort of a an idea of how things are sort of shaping uh, and uh, some of the players that are involved. And yeah, I'm seeing <laughs> they're using DJI, DJI uh, drones here for surveillance, which is, uh, there you go. I uh, can't wait for those to be labeled as not people who can't have it anymore, right? Okay, so anyway, reading up about that, I don't know. Uh, do you guys still care about the Russian-Ukrainian war? Uh, is it still a big deal in your your circles? I'll tell you, uh, if Russia's still able to build its own uh, military equipment and Ukraine can't, uh, you know, how is this gonna? How long can this go on for? Right? On to chipper and happier subjects. More podcast guests. So um, I've, I've been very fortunate to uh, uh, get some uh, inspiration going, some motivation going. And uh, although time, d days are flying by quickly um, and time is, wow. I mean, we're busy uh, at work as well. And I've started doing this Delta uh, stuff as well. I'm trying to fit in some HSK 5 materials and a study of another language as well. Lots of stuff going on. In case you're wondering how I uh, get this all in, I don't usually. It ebbs and flows, and I found that I'm able to uh, sort of focus on some things every now and then. But of all things, I do appreciate having lots to do. I really do. I, I like having quite a bit on my plate. If I don't, then it just feels like I'm very slow and I'm not as productive. But 
podcast guests getting lined up. Uh, I've got at least, apparently I got one scheduled already for Thursday. I did, was not expecting it, but uh, he's departing the country soon. So we're like, well, we got to record this as soon as possible. Got another uh, returning guest and then I have another lady who has uh, said that she uh, has time as well and she'd like to be on. So I think there's one more on top of that as well, I believe. So yeah, busy, busy schedule. Good. Let's get this done. Let's get it recorded. I hope you guys are enjoying uh, not just these daily audio yik yaks that I put together, but the uh, the big podcast as well, which you can find on my website, stephenserski.com. And of course, I've been asked, uh, is, is it on Spotify? Is it on Apple? Is it on Google? I'm like, well, no, that one's not. It's, it's independent rock radio, man. It's independent podcast radio. <laughs> That's the uh, elitist sort of uh, independent indie streak in me. Reality is, most people are like, well, how do you spell your name again? <laughs> What's the link for it? Can you just send me the MP3 file? Sure, actually. Uh, but uh, so that the idea is that uh, I guess I do have to get the Spotify stuff uh, set up and ready. This, if you publish through anchor.fm, it does technically publish th- uh, through to Spotify, Apple, Google, but it does it under its name not yours and so what you have to do if you want if you have an actual podcast that you want people to find with your name then you have to go through the rigmarole of signing up for these services on your own so that means yes the i've been saying it for weeks already yeah, i'll get to it this saturday uh signing up to uh not just spotify spotify pretty much done uh google podcasts uh apple Podcasts would be the next big one for my uh, big podcast uh, and then that way people, I can just send them a link to that. And I think people would feel a lot safer uh, going to Apple or Spotify or Google to listen rather than my website. So, and I know my website isn't always the fastest because uh, I maintain it myself and I'm by no means a web design guy, <laughs> which I should probably change already. So yeah, uh, a couple more podcasts uh, coming up and hopefully it, uh, hopefully, you know, people are able to learn a few things from this i hope you guys enjoy it. i really do because uh, i think these are good conversations to have uh i know they do kind of go on for a little bit kind of like i do here as well uh but uh marks in time pages in time and if you can't listen to them now just think in three years when you come across this mp3 file again and go ssp what what is this let's have it oh that's that guy he's the guy from china he had a really big beard the last time i saw him and that is when you're going to listen to that podcast on your 17 hours, your six hour flight from Toronto to Beijing or something like that, right? You'll get two podcasts and you'll be, you'll be at your destination. All right, folks. Um, yes, I do have, uh, I did have another language class today, but I'll, I will talk about that another time. I'm pushing the upper limits of my allotted time for the daily uh, audio yik yak i will leave it there folks uh show notes tracks and vids up on my website stevenserski.com that's where you can find uh, all, everything including the little pictures that i take and uh edit just for this uh audio uh, podcast as well and uh yeah one more day left in august so enjoy it these days are zipping by hope you guys are being productive healthy and having a good time out there even if things aren't all that good because i just talked about the ukrainian russian war which i mean when i say i hope you're doing well out there i mean if this if people are listening in ukraine i'm like yeah slava ukraini is all i can say all right folks leave it there thanks for listening i appreciate it we will talk again bye bye